Yoda Spee, welcome to the sport of episode 234. I believe we've got the whole crew, but let's make sure. John, are you with me? Brandon, I am with you. Outstanding. Stuart, are you with me? Brandon, I am here, and it appears that I am recording. Um, yep, still recording. Wow, incredible. Incredible start. And I think we've also got Mr. Swamptown. Are you there? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm with you. I, I am here, though. Okay, you're here, but not with me. Well, let's uh, let's not... Let's not beat around the bush, and let's get to the main event. How the fuck did the Wolves lose to the Orlando Magic last night? <laughs> I want to start this thing at <laughs> the big first quarter. Get into it. <sighs> no. Brandon, no. This, is why, this is why people hate us. It's exactly why people hate us. But, no, I think we need to – we're recording this on – this is a new thing that I do that I'm sure everybody hates. I say the exact date. We're recording this on January 17th. The year 2018. We are three days removed from the uh, Steph Diggs catch. And uh, I think we're all still on cloud nine. But I I just I want to ask you guys the same question I've been asking most other folks that I know are football fans. I just want to know where you were and and how your mood was. And I just want to set the scene. And John, can we start with you? Yeah, I was I was in my basement. I was actually sitting in this same chair that I'm sitting in right now recording the podcast. And I, I think the real surprise of the whole thing, and you guys can vouch for the truth of this, mm-hmm. is that by far among all of us, I was the most optimistic throughout the entire game. That is yeah. true, it is, and it was the first time that's happened. Mm-hmm. It is not a natural state for me, and you guys stopped responding to my text messages on the, on the official sportive text group, because I think... I assumed that you guys thought my phone had been stolen by a more optimistic person, <laughs> and you didn't want to encourage this person with his text messages. But it was it was a little strange. It was a strange experience because, of course, I was absolutely euphoric, but also because I was so optimistic the whole game, I was like, "Yep, that's exactly what I expected to happen." They had them all the way, and I I. I don't quite know how to process this optimistic feeling. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some therapy from the group. Did you have any embarrassing involuntary reactions? Um, I think here. Here's the embarrassing part. I think I was holding my daughter when the play started. I'm pretty sure I wasn't holding her when the play ended. <laughs> I honestly, I'm thinking back right now, and it's just a blank spot. I I don't I don't remember if she was sitting on my lap or what happened, but I she was doing something. I think she probably was terrified for life because everybody in the basement sprang to their feet and yelled nonsensical things at the television. But I, I'm pretty I, I'm I'm virtually certain I didn't drop her. Let's put it that way. That's about the only thing you can say for my parenting in that moment. My God. Could be worse. I'm sure a lot of babies were dropped. Right. Well, you know, more so than a regular <laughs> football game. I was gonna, I was gonna say we should check in with Josh Fiedler, except poor Josh got so mad after the Saints kicked a field goal, he left the house to go start the car so he could he could get ready for the for the drive home, and he he, he missed the he missed the touchdown. I that should have been think, me. That should have been me. That's usually what happens. I think he can confirm this, but I think he heard PA's call on the radio. Boy, that would be oh, easy. He, I, I, his ears don't work. I think is what right that happened for him. So, would oh my god! I, I think today was the today was the day I watched the the clip of the touchdown the fewest times. I think I probably only watched it twenty five times today. <laughs> so we're sort of slowly detoxing. My, yeah, you got to wean yourself of, off it gradually. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like heroin. Yeah, exactly. Do you wean you yourself off heroin turkey. gradually? I bet you don't wean yourself off heroin gradually. No, uh, no, not really. Uh, it's not going right. to work. I don't think. Well, my knowledge of hard drugs is a little, a little sketchy, but continues. I, continues I can pretty much repeat. Terrible. I can pretty much repeat the commentary from that clip word for word now. So. That's an exciting skill that'll come back to me later. Yeah, man. Uh, that's good. Okay, let's move on to Stuart. <laughs> you were at the game, right, buddy? Uh, yes, yes, I was. 
All right. How was what was the mood in the in the suite throughout the that insane fourth quarter? Um, funereal, I think, would be the right way to got it. <laughs> put it just everyone was just like God, really again, really God. Um, I was in the. Uh, uh, it was uh, the Surly Brewing Suite, so uh, Omar, the owner of the company, was there, and he basically threatened to sell the brewery and go live on a mountain. If it, <laughs> he was, and I, he was not entirely kidding. I don't think, because yeah, it was, uh, it it was, it was not a great scene. And then um, I was not watching the play. I didn't. I didn't want to watch it live. I watched Blair Walsh miss a twenty-seven yard field goal live. And I figured if I'm watching on the TV in the suite, it won't hurt as much because I've watched the Vikings lose, you know, gut-wrenching games on TV before, and I've survived. And the Blair Walsh thing was a whole new level of uh, disappointment. So I just watched it on TV, and when it happened, um, let's see, my right ear was facing the uh, the the field, and my left ear was facing the hallway. Um, my right ear finally quit ringing today. Um, it was so goddamn loud. I I don't know if they put the noise machines from the Metrodome in there um, because it just was so, so loud. Um, Lutherans can scream. I don't think anyone um, really knew how loud they could scream, but they can, they can scream. They can... They can uh, get on it if they need to, and they sh- they they sure sure as hell did. I uh, was Jim Valvano. I was just finding people to hug. Um, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely, I know. I, I I found it later. I hugged somebody who's like the heir to the Cerdic fortune. I I hugged <laughs> her. Um, I hu- I hugged an usher. Um, uh, hugged a cleaning person. I hugged everyone. This it was. Uh, just cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. It was a top one sports moment in my life. It, I, I, I just can't describe how insane and perfect and jubilant it was. It was everything I could have asked for. So I, yeah, it was a really, it was a really, really, really good experience. That's peak fan moment. There's no way yes. that gets even close to a close second for the rest of your life. Yeah. At the game. Yeah, it was just that unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was, it was, I, cause I had to drive home. So I wasn't, you know, I was just having water in the second half. And so I had to go through that whole comeback sober. And that was brutal. I, yeah. if I had just stayed home, I would not have seen this happen in person and I could just be getting shit faced, but no, I had to drive in that snowstorm and, but, uh, the amount of cars in the ditch between, uh, us bank stadium and St. Cloud ample on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can confirm Mindot's report of there being issues. Um, but uh, so yeah, I, I did after they uh, scored. I did uh, slam an extra citra, a surly brewing sessionable uh, pale ale. Um, it was delicious, and I could have had about a thousand of them, but I just had the one. So, so um, I'm the the yeah, running around like a madman hugging people. I'm guessing you were about yeah. average, or were you more or less than the than most people um, in, that, I, in that suite? Um, I'd say about average. Um, it's a fit. It, it's not like uh, the uh, you know the Jerry Jones suite where it's a bunch of you know oil billionaires and Hookers. stodgy uh, hedge fund managers. It's uh, it's beer guys and uh, oh, sure. bar owner guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just so it was. It was definitely a little rowdier than a than a sweet crowd normally is. But um, the usher did appreciate the hug. He was pretty happy too. So. So yeah, you saw the coolest Minnesota most dramatic moment with some of the coolest people in a suite, and then drank the best <laughs> beer <a> afterwards. <laughs> and, but I did, but to, to, for the record, I did I did not see it happen live. I watched it on TV, just like everyone else. It just happened to be <laughs> happened to be to my immediate right. But but seriously, my I, I'm not kidding. My uh, my voice came back to normal yesterday, and my right ear quit ringing today. So that was uh. I just scream. I, I think 
just said oh my god so many times that uh <laughs> and there weren't the only penalty was uh for the helmet thing i was looking i thought for sure the review would you know come back with some something that yes <laughs> something yeah. I, I just I think... didn't i didn't think they were gonna let us keep our toy i thought they were gonna return it we yeah, all assumed we all assumed that there would be something that went wrong and later that night like yeah. Four hours after the game ended, I I was sort of toggling back and forth between like ESPN and the Star Tribune and something else, and I realized what I was doing was just making sure that they hadn't like the NFL hadn't reviewed it or something and been like, oh, as it turns out, the Vikings had fourteen guys on the field. Uh, <laughs> I'm still not sure. The game I'm not over. sure. I'm not buying yeah. it. Yeah, still, still maybe. Wow, man, that's uh, Stu. That's a great story. I'm very jealous. What about you, Clarence? Where were you at? You don't, you know, you don't really want to hear from me, from the guy, the downer guy. You like, gave uh, up on the team. You don't no, care. Well, You've been a hater, yeah. a doubter. Um, no, well, John may have been the most optimistic. I think, I think you'd all agree. I was. I continue to be the most pessimistic. Right. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. In our little inner circle of texts, um, I, I the first time when I mentioned it was the was in our little inner circle of texts. The uh, John was was texting how optimistic he was, and you guys were were sharing in that optimism. Maybe not as optimistic as him, but you were dabbling a little mm-hmm. bit. Like he yeah, was full out a heroin addict. Like you know, mm-hmm. he was oh offering to suck everyone's dick. For like five dollars. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now you he was, was he was all the way gone. You weren't that yeah. far, but you had you taken no. a few hits. You taken a few hits. Yeah, we can quit any. We can quit any time we want to. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. It's for recreational us. for us. It's just more fun. We have yeah. a lot of upside. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. yeah. Not like John. And I was the downer, you know, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're gonna kill yourself. Uh, this yeah. You found God you. like five years ago, and you're just yep. like, there's you <laughs> yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. You got a mustache. Um, I've been taking up yoga. Yeah. Um, the priest outfit. And I had mentioned to you how, you know, we, it was 17 to nothing when I, when we were texting back and forth. And I had mentioned how the twins were killing the Yankees at one time too. And John yep. just, t- I don't even remember what he texted back, but it was. Is that, is that what got, got, got you called a shithead on Twitter? That, so I took that to then to Twitter. I thought if John, if that made John, that John. That angry, um, <laughs> it's going to make Twitter go absolutely apeshit because John just doesn't. You know, so fuck like, this, this is going to be great. So the I was that thing guy. John can say right now is I won't suck your dick, and that was <laughs> the thing that he actually said to you. Everybody else on the planet, yeah. I will, but not yours. So yeah, I put it out there. He was. Um, you know, Vikings are just rolling. It's seventeen nothing, and that's what I put out there. And oh, the response I got. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't care, and whatever. But uh, so, people were not only telling me I was an, I'm an, you know, dumb shit, um, but that I was wrong. <laughs> you know, that I was wrong. That this is different. That no, you know, the Yankees hadn't even had a chance to get up. Yet. Yeah, this is complete. The, the Vikings, you know, the, the Saints have had the ball, and this is halftime, and the Saints have no chance of coming back. There, there's no, I think one was something about, oh, there's no way Breeze is going to score 18 in the second half. And, um, you know, I, I had mentioned to you guys a few, I don't know, maybe a month ago, about how I was wondering how the Vikings would break my heart this year. Yep, Every year, we were, something we were different. Confused. Yeah, it's unique. Every year it's unique. It's something different. And I had told you how I was detached from the team this year. Don't really care about football all that much anymore. And and this might shock you, but um, I'm going to open up a little bit. I don't change my mind easily. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. Who's... Yeah. Wow, no, you I'm... really are. Wow. In fact, I... Glad I'm I sitting actually... down for this. With uh, if people disagree, if people disagree with me or, or uh, argue with me, I actually go the other way. Um, not unlike a Chinese finger trap, 
Uh, where <laughs> just the harder that you pull against, I'm fucking pull, fuck you. I'm pulling harder. <laughs> so I actually detached even more from the team. So you mean like in the in the midst of this game or this season? Like the during the game the, of every. And the season, as the season went along, I just was. You more continued and more to be like, nope, I care even less, just to counteract everybody caring more. And the Vikings were winning and rolling, and I thought, "Fuck you, all of you! They're going to blow this game, and I'm going to tell you that they're going to that this this isn't over." (laughs) So, anyways, I was uh, my son had a baseball clinic, an indoor baseball clinic at this big giant dome. It's I don't know how big it is, but it's huge inside of there, and there's like five soccer games and. And five different baseball practices going on at once in this build. I mean, it's just huge. And a million kids and a million parents and a tiny little maybe 24-inch television. It might be 30 at the most television on the at the front desk, like on the on the desk. And when the Vikings were winning, were up big. Not not as many people were watching. There was probably like maybe a dozen dads around. Mm-hmm. But as the game went on and New Orleans kept coming back, I was um, I was kind of you know happy with not happy. I, I wasn't happy. I just was kind of satisfied with hey you know hey what's up fuckers? I'm not getting as many responses here yeah. about how great the your trolling has been. become. You now you yeah have, exactly yeah. So it's more important to be right trolling than your favorite team to. Be yeah, this is incredible. In a, in a, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, because I'm a dick. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so the Vikes started. Uh, New Orleans started coming back. It started to be a good game, and the kids couldn't control themselves. They, the coaches, eventually of all of the different practices, just said "fuck it" because the kids kept leaving the practice. Like in between batting cage sessions, they'd run over <laughs> to the television and start watching, and uh-huh. the coaches would have to yell. Get the fuck back here. So they just gave up. So the last two minutes of the game, there must have been, I don't know, about 100 kids. And all of the parents gathered around this little giant television. And it looked like the Vikings were going to lose. And I was just kind of standing there with my arms crossed like, yeah, all you fuckers, I told you. (laughs) And then in my head, I'm thinking, you know, Brad, you, you know, you don't care this year. And we had talked about that's how they're going to break your heart. Is this is the year they're going to do it? They're going to win it yep. all because you have you've to detached be a yourself, faker, and pretend you are into that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And that play happens, and the place goes absolutely apeshit. There's actually a video of it online. The kids start just running around this dome, throwing their gloves in the air, and kicking soccer balls, and just pandemonium. And it was for the people that didn't have to pretend like they didn't care they were having a blast (laughs) (laughs) just an absolute fucking blast and i'm standing there with my hands you know interlocked behind my head just jaw dropped holy shit basically where john was at was no there's where's the flag all right right goodell is gonna like repel down from the yeah from the rafters like no catch you all fuckers no Hurricane Katrina, um, I, you, you, uh, it's all over. We're giving it back to New Orleans. Uh, fuck you, Minnesota. Game over. Saints 31, Vikings 30. Game over. Vikings lose. That's what I was expecting. And it just never yeah. happened. <laughs> right. And that's how they broke my heart. It's the first time ever in Vikings history when they pull some, when we have this magic moment. We've always been the butt end of, you know, the butt of the joke. We've always been on in the background as somebody else has a miracle. We've always been the team that Steve Young is running through, like 40 guys, and he's the guy, and you have to watch that 8 million times over again over your lifetime to relive it. We've never yeah, he somehow was running on the, through the sidelines of our entire 53-man team and still yeah. no big tackle <laughs> The Vikings yep. ran two line changes during that play. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven hundred yards. Still, this was our moment. But I, there I was, not caring anymore. They, they did it. They did it. 
Now everything yeah, that they do you. from here on out is just gravy. The oh, yeah, long time money. I'm not changing my mind. I mean, you know that I'm not changing my mind. Um, no. Well, so everything they do from here on out is just against me. Now, personally, they're they're butt fucking me. Mm, you got to respect it. That's a long nope. con. Yeah. That's a forty year long con. Yep. This is like a Truman Show scenario. You think, right? Like they're. Just, I think all it's all was yeah. let up. <laughs> they're just waiting, waiting. The just forty two years. Oh, you didn't care. Here we go. We got him. Initiate. Yeah, initiate the green light. So if you would have given up at twenty seven, this all could have been over a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And yes, we would. We probably won like fifteen Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's fun. Yeah, isn't that great? It's just great. So you just stood there like a just like frozen statue while people. I just stood there you. while 150 people just ran around screaming. I just stood there. <laughs> yeah, I've never been sadder for you, Clarence. <laughs> isn't it? It's just. Yeah. Well, I uh, I have witnesses that I never once lost faith. You talk about like the opposite of who you typically are, Clarence, is a guy who gives a shit, mm-hmm. and you gave up this year. Mm-hmm. I have somehow turned into an optimist and thought there was no chance they were losing that game. And even when there was 10 seconds left, I was like, dude, they got it. I'm not exactly sure how. But Diggs and Thielen have been so good this year, one of them's going to catch it and get out of bounds. We got this. So I didn't exactly think that was going to happen, but I felt, like, weirdly calm. And I think it was actually because I was pretty drunk and didn't understand exactly how little time was remaining. But even so, it was uh, <laughs> it was shocking. It was the, the first emotion was, like, again, just like you, of disbelief of not so much there's a flag more like, was that even an actual play that happened or was it called dead? Did new Orleans only have like six guys on the field? It just felt way too easy to have happen. And I still don't totally understand where the rest of the team was. And I haven't looked enough to find out, but monumentally stupid. And, uh, it was very fun for us to, to, to watch. So, um, let me ask you, are you, are you going to be calling it the Minneapolis miracle? Is that a thing that we're going to be able to... It's, nah. It's too much. Too, it's, I, look, it's I'm an cylinders. alliteration guy. Love it. Yep. Big alliterate. It's too much. It's too many syllables. Eight syllables is never going to catch on. No, you're yeah. marketing, Bob. I mean, you're Bob marketing. Yeah. It's too much, Bob marketing. It? It's too much. There's no way that... And you're right. Alliteration is very important. But yeah. I, I think That's it's like the, four the, syllables max. Yeah. Yeah. The easy one is because... Um, you know, rhymes are just as good as alliteration, and the sure. actual play call was seven heaven, and that's. But it doesn't. It rhymes. So you, you, but the you got to explain call. the backstory for it. So seven heaven it doesn't click in your head like what? Okay, seven. What yeah. the hell does that mean? Seven heaven, and then you have to sit down and go through the whole parable. Oh, okay, now I understand it. But that doesn't make it click in your head. Yeah, well, I, I gotta, think that. We've been trying so hard to come up with something that we're going to be able to just use as shorthand that I don't think it's going to take. And if I was going to guess in five years from now, if you wanted to ask somebody, do you remember this play? I think you're probably just going to say the digs catch. That's where we're going to end up. It's going to, if anything, it's going to be the Minneapolis miracle, even though it's not perfect. I don't see anything better coming along. So we would have already, it would have already happened. If yeah, because everybody going. wants it. We've all been sort of waiting around, checking our phones. Of like, has someone right. got a better name yet? Yep. Somebody name it something better than the Minneapolis Miracle. I. It's just. It's too much. You know. It's a. It's a. It's a new world. We're moving so fast. We gotta have cool short names. That's too long. I don't know. It's not gonna happen. Um. Well, it's good to hear where you guys were. That was just unfucking believable. That's great. You we were, have peaked you, as fans. You were in Arizona, right, Brandon? Right, yes. I was in Arizona. I was at a bar with my wife and my best bud and his wife. And it was four of us at Four Peaks. Stu, that's a, just, it was an absolutely perfect place to watch the game. Um, we were seated. You know, it was obviously Arizona. It was 75 and sunny. We were seated like 
outside, but still could see a TV. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I felt, I don't know why I felt so confident. It just has always felt like a charmed season that I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is happening right now. And, uh, it was, I said that a lot too during the fourth quarter, but I, that was mostly because it was absolutely happening. Yeah, and just for all that to work out that way, now you start to kind of unwind how many things had to happen that you, you know, at, at the time, and again, it was probably because I was drunk. I'm trying to pretend that I had some sort of vision, but I was actually just really drunk. Um, the four-bath field goal, that was a, if that didn't happen, the game's over no matter what. And the mm-hmm. third and one against the, when the Saints had it, if they didn't, if we didn't stop them, the game's over no matter what. Um, and a, and there was a Thielen pass too that I remember of like, well, this has to happen. So there's so many of those things that it's just that it was, was the abs. That was the one was where the, the same guy got called for both defensive holding and pass interference and Thielen <laughs> still caught it. <laughs> Thielen was giving him a piggyback ride for 25 yards and it still worked out. I do um, think, I do, I do want to jump in and, and for a minute and just note how much of a terrible garbage human being Sean Payton is just <laughs> he he's such a terrible we, we already knew he was a terrible person he was the guy mm-hmm. who was in charge of the Saints back when they were shooting Brett Favre with a harpoon after every play I still you you, you see the highlights from that game and you see them just basically lining Favre up with a baseball bat after every play and the refs like pick up Favre and are like hey don't do that anymore. You shouldn't hit him like that. <laughs> and, like, not calling penalties. I mean it. Next I time. I mean, fast forward seven years, and now if your hand comes near the quarterback's helmet, it's an immediate flag. But seven years ago, it was just like hitting him with a two-by-four. Oh, well, you know, he didn't have the ball anymore, so he's, he's, he's fair game. Go ahead, guys. Take out that railroad spike and just shiv him with it. So Sean Payton was in charge of all of that, but I want to point out two things. Number one, we all we all saw the the clip of Sean Payton trying to taunt the Vikings fans with twenty five seconds remaining, and I hope mm-hmm. I hope that is pasted to his forehead and mentioned to him in every press conference forever. But I also want to give him a special shout out for challenging two plays on the same drive and losing both challenges, which is a yeah. Mike Tice level mm-hmm. of idiocy. Mike Tice emotional challenge and lost him a game. <laughs> and then on, can't I, think, be it. Right. I think on the very next drive, the, the Saints had, I, I think that was the third and one you mentioned, where instead of giving the ball to their Hall of Fame quarterback and letting him throw a pass, they chucked it to a wide receiver and let him wing it downfield. And that's the kind of arrogantly stupid play call that only a garbage human being like Sean Payton could go for in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. Anyway, that pass is incomplete, and Sean Payton should get a paper cut every day for the rest of his life. The f- Yeah. Well, I wow. do have to appreciate that Sean Payton was trolling fans, and then when it was found out, he just was like, yeah, I was, and I lost, and totally, y'all, totally y'all won. Did didn't pan out sort of that's sort of totally cool up, that's the way you got to do it just fucking just own up to it don't try to act like no 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 i was trying to get the i was someone's attention on the field and i was trying to clap and i just clapped over my head uh i i appreciate that i mean garbage human being sure i'm not going to argue with any of any of that other stuff but um yeah, I posted a video of what was happening at the bar we were at, but it was basically just, I don't know, 50, <laughs> 75 Vikings fans going absolutely ape shit and hugging uh, everyone in, in earshot. So it was great. That might have been my favorite. And... It might have been my favorite video because you like sent it to us, and all I could really see was like, you couldn't really see anybody celebrating. It was very shaky. You could just hear people yelling randomly. And so you either knew that you were celebrating the Vikings win or you stumbled into an outdoor riot. One of those yeah. two, two things was happening. I know the video was weird because it was so many Vikings fans behind me the entire game. And right when it happened, I was just like, I'm not a person who's going to you know, run around. So I was like, well, I want to take a video. It'd be fun to see. So I kind of just held it over my head of what was happening kind of behind me. 
And the bar is big enough that what I think happened is all the people behind me just like ran outside and they were just <laughs> running around like some other area. They just left. They didn't want to celebrate like where they were at, which is a very weird thing. And I also think it's interesting how many people, and I'm sure the point's been made plenty, but like it seemed very natural for a lot of dudes to just whip their jersey off. <laughs> it's a natural celebration. It is. And I don't know why it is, but it is. And it's just great. It's just because it's the most silly, involuntary. Because nobody is like, oh, here, this is a smart thing. I'll take my shirt off. It's yeah. completely like I have no idea what to do with my hands or my body or anything else. I don't know. How, I don't trust myself to do a cartwheel or something right now. I'll hurt myself. I guess off goes the shirt. And that's all I'll do. <laughs> and then I'll just put it right back on again in a few seconds. <laughs> you see that all the time, like. Soccer players score a goal and suddenly like it's score. I, I scored. I have to be naked now. Yep, all the clothes. That's off. The only thing gotta I can be, think of. Nudity. Take the clothes off. That's yeah. how I celebrate. Yeah, that's got to be it. But um, man, the crazy, just involuntary emotional outburst in general is something that I don't think we'll have most likely ever again. Maybe, but maybe not. So that's been that's that was a pretty fun thing to just like witness or feel I suppose as a person, but then some of these videos of other people having even crazier reactions has just been highlight of the week, and I'm sure you guys are the same thing and watched like 500 of these things. It's uh, it's great except Clarence, he hasn't been able to watch <laughs> any of them or get any joy. Not interested. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Clarence um, is off. Everybody else is watching this clip over and over. Clarence is just off researching bullpen candidates for the Twins. <laughs> minor league prospect list. Addison Reed. and catchers. This is 44 days. Yeah. Well, um, I um, we, I don't even want to. Oh, sorry, Stu. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. I just wanted to say that um, for those of us who have watched the games, that was easily their worst game since the Carolina loss. Easily. They played okay to start the game. Obviously played terrible in the balance of the second half and then obviously got bailed out by a miracle. But um, I think there was enough there for uh, Zimmer to uh, read him the riot act a little bit. So um, Yeah. I Don't you think that the I mean, story is like, y'all got real lucky. You can't play a game like yeah. that again. Let's get back oh, yeah, out there the and go at it. Yeah, all the things we were worried about for a potential upset happened. I mean, Keenum threw a floater um, in the third quarter instead of the first quarter, so it was even worse. It was uh, like special a teams. Keenum floater multiply. It was a Keenum floater squared for sure. Yeah, Truly one um, of the worst passes I've ever seen. Right. Like, considering yeah. the circumstance, I don't remember a pass that, like, he was halfway through his motion, and we were like slow mo, like no, like trying to jump through the TV to stop him from throwing that thing. It was higher than a yeah. punt. Oh mm-hmm. my god! And I just I assumed yeah. when he threw it, oh, there must be one defender on that side of the field for some reason. I guess that makes sense. He's just going to throw it up as a jump ball because there's one, and then it came down, and there were like, and there were multiple Saints defenders there, and it was like, what do you? They were doing rock, paper, scissors on the ground to determine who could actually have this interception. Right. Um, Yeah, that was ugly. And I thought maybe it was tipped. Yeah, that was ugly. Nope. 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 Mm -mm. Nope. Um, Also, um, our uh, resident uh, ER, Clarence Swamptown, uh, predicted that the long snapper would uh, be the downfall. And uh, on the uh, block kick, I think he's the guy who missed the block. The the block came from straight up the middle, if I remember correctly. Oh, no way, really? He was, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Something got screwed up. Yeah. So, yes, I do think it was Jeff Overbaugh who screwed up. And that would have been Um, more analyzed post-game. Oh, God. Yeah. That that poor, instead of the poor Saints dude, it would have been uh, Overbaugh. And then we could have blamed, uh, we could have blamed the refs in Green Bay for screwing the Vikings and making us do that kickover. And then our long snapper got hurt because they ran a play they didn't He have. still might fuck it. I, I mean, I'm not saying the fever, I'm not giving up on the fever dream yet. They, He still could fuck up the Philly game and the fever dream. Oh, yeah. We have, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that here because I think. Uh, I mean, I don't see um, 
teams and those fever dreams. I, it's shapes and figures, and it's almost like <laughs> yeah. the Long Island medium. I have to, you know, try to interpret what that means. Sure. My interpretation was long snap will be the key to the Vikings' downfall, but I can't see who they're playing. I'm not. I can't see in that level of detail. Typically. Well, yeah, if, would, if you if you really claim cool. to do that, that would be like clearly fraudulent. But the way yeah. you're doing it, I, I believe it. I trust it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that means just, a lot. Just give me enough. I also I also want to give a special shout out to the first play of the last drive of the game where Viking <laughs> center Pat Elfline committed one of my favorite penalties of all time. In that oh, every, the non-hut. Yeah, I love it. Every player on the offense started playing except for Elfline. Every player on the defense was covering a receiver, rushing the quarterback or whatever. The entire play started around Elfline. And he didn't move a muscle for about five seconds after the whistle blew. It Clearly just... trying to show up his entire team of like, I didn't move. I didn't move. I a think... Not like I was a second late and oops, I'm trying to cover for you guys. It was like, nah, I'm... I y'all it messed as... up. Elf, you know, he's a rookie center and I interpreted him as him going like, oh, I, and just freezing. Like, maybe if I don't move at all, no one can <laughs> see me. Shh, get back. Guys. Come, come, guys! Get come back, back here! Hold on! <laughs> I think they, I think they can see us. I still haven't moved. Yeah, that was it a was, good one. It was just an amazing moment of oh, the Viking! All the fans are just feeling despondent after the Saints have gone ahead again, and oh, by the way, the Vikings commit a penalty on their first play. Yeah, the guy that I was with, my buddy, uh, he's a lot smarter football mind than me uh, shocker uh, but he seemed to think that we got badly out coached for like the majority of the game I don't know if that's just like looking at what happened and just assuming it's chalking it up to coaching versus players I don't know but it feels like another example of like whew we got a, we got you know we got that out of our system which is just interesting and I think it bodes well for the for the next game I think I mean, I the truth of it seemed to be in the second half, the Vikings were not going to start sending seven-man blitzes or anything because they weren't going to take the risk of giving the Saints an 80-yard touchdown or something like that. And you have to say that the Vikings' offensive line did not look all that good. The Saints were getting a lot of pressure right. with just rushing yeah. four guys. And on the yeah. flip side, uh, the Steve Vikings... Jordan's, Steve Jordan's kid was in the backfield a lot in the second yeah. half. And yeah. the Vikings, the He's Vikings good. front four really didn't do anything in the second half. So yeah, they were they were getting a little tired there by the end. I think that explains a lot of the. I mean, defending a short field didn't help, and just being on the field that much probably didn't help either. So I yeah. think that's but fair to say won, be, so. because of the drama. My sense is that the majority of the fan base, uh, maybe the Rubes or casual fans or whatever, are, are, even if they lose on Sunday, will be like, well, we had that, and that was a good season, and we weren't expecting to be good, yada, yada, yada. But I would say for for me, I'm thinking, well, now they have to win the Super Bowl. Like, for it to not be a disappointment, they have to they have to win it all. I mean, it's all the red carpet's out oh. for them. So, um, um. Yeah, um, I don't think uh, this brings me back to the Tommy Kramer game, um, December fourteenth, nineteen eighty. Um, I remember that so vividly because um, that was just such a insane finish. Um, I didn't even remember until it was brought up on on the social media verse this week that they were eliminated in the play- playoffs by Philadelphia that year. I don't remember anything about the 1980 season after the Cleveland game. But I remember that, I mean, that's until Sunday, maybe one of my, my favorite non-Moss uh, season Vikings memories. It's just hmm. etched there. And that's not, if they lose to Philadelphia or if Belichick cheats them out of the Super Bowl, it's, I mean, it's going to sting, sure. Um, especially if it's like a type of Blair Walsh type of exit. But they can't take the digs play away from us and that's all that's always going to be there and i'm okay with that part of it i i've become old and wizened enough to where i'm okay with how things happen i think 
we'll see how Sunday plays out. A game that I think they'll win that will be agonizing. Um, but uh, I just think that was so such a perfect moment that what happens following that um, can't take that away. You I think can't you're, take the the Boss Thanksgiving game isn't tainted by the Atlanta NFC Championship game. Hundred percent, I totally agree with you. I guess my point is, yeah. I was thinking this might be more of, and this could just be me either being dumb or future cynical. This feels to me like that first Brett Favre season of like a lightning in the bottle sort of scenario, and I remember mm-hmm. sort of the the feeling after that first Favre season of like, well, we're fucked. And I just always like, well, I, defense was good and Favre was good and they, why can't they just be just as good next year? And almost everybody was like, no, no, it's not going to happen. It's over. Yeah. And they were right. They were right. So yeah. I, I know that I am oversimplifying that because the defense has been really good for like however many straight years here. So that'll always keep them in games. But it just feels like, boy, you better get it done this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, if they're going to win with this group, it's going to be this year. It's not going to be right. next year. It's it, This is the year that they're going to do it. And it would be really nice if they did that because my dad is 70-odd years old, and yeah. I would like him to see this. Yep, so for sure. Um, yeah, John, I, where, do, where do your expectations lie? Well, I texted you guys long before the game last week to say that the only two outcomes I could actually stomach were the Vikings losing to the Saints or the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. So now yep. now I feel like I'm staring the abyss in the face a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm staring yeah. into the darkness. It's you got like, a long I, haul ahead of you, buddy. It's The words NFC Championship game are not associated with positive things in my memory. It's never gone well. It's hmm. every stage no, of my life a- has been infected in some way by a Vikings NFC Championship game loss. And you see, that's I, a good I, part about being old, John, is that I remember the last one that they won. I mean, I was 6, but I remember it because Bobby Bryant uh ran a blocked field goal back when it was like 3 degrees outside. I remember that. Wow. And yeah, it was. I think it was finals like fourteen to nothing or something. It was uh, against the Rams, and they. It was just really cold, and uh, the Super Bowl obviously went bad. And that was at twelve thirty in the afternoon back then. That's how old I am. The Super wow. Bowl started at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Holy shit! <laughs> and that means Oakland. Who, Oakland was in the Super Bowl, so that game started at ten thirty on the West Coast. You just had to morning. sit by your giant oversized radio with your family and listen <laughs> uh, to it. No, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, prank, yeah. Wearing a full suit for some reason. <laughs> they, they interrupted the HUAC hearings. Joe McCarthy was really pissed off about it. And uh, <laughs> you were you were yeah. storing some communists in your closet. For some reason, I was drinking a highball. I was sure. seven, but you know, sure. <laughs> like, yes. it was a different time, Brandon. Uh, whiskey and Ovaltine, please. But yeah, but, of course. Yeah, exactly. Ovaltine on the rocks, lady. Uh, <laughs> God. So yeah, oh, it was, it's, I, I do remember it. It's weird because obviously everything subsequent to that, which is what most of the rest of our you know social cohort is, just knows nothing but pain. When you're into this, uh, the the penultimate uh, game, there's just it's all sadness. Nothing good has happened since 1976. Well, you can be nervous about this being the NFC Championship game, but imagine if you were cheering for a team that was in the NFC Championship game and was helmed by Nick Foles. <laughs> That's God, way more you, nerve-wracking. That's. I mean, I think everyone agrees that if Philly had Carson Wentz, they would be a favorite, and they would. I think it would be a, a, a mild to major upset if the Vikings yeah. were to go in and win. I bet they'd be a six and a half point favorite or seven. And yeah, a half or deservedly. Something. Philadelphia with Wentz was really good all year. Yep, and I, uh, I having that 
you know, your uh, best player, your best hope to get you there, get knocked out and have him replaced by, like, I don't even know what you would compare Nick Foles to. Uh, my my metaphor uh, capabilities are not able to describe Nick Foles in a pop culture context that would be pleasing to our many listeners and provide for a good show title. That's how that's how bad Nick Foles has been. Just I imagine like how frightened his I, family is. Like they know how good the Vikings God, defense has been. He's he's gonna get murdered. Yeah, yeah I mean out extra that insurance first pass, policies and shit. It's yeah, that first pass against that Atlanta game, he threw up a duck into triple coverage. And for some reason Atlanta like interfered with uh Nelson Aguilar or whatever. And uh they got the ball like uh, it was a 45 yard interference penalty whereas instead of just intercepting it because it was a horrible pass and that was an ideal Nick Foles play he throws a <laughs> terrible pass but the defense interferes that was one and of the better ones I saw like a I saw a graphic of like wh- how far downfield his passes went and he if he threw I don't I'm making these numbers up but like 35 passes like 32 of them are within five yards of the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage they so, were running the read pass option all day last Saturday because that's what he can do is run a, co- is a college offense. That's their best chance of winning, and that's that's bad. I mean, if Clarence. they somehow get past if they get past Minnesota, uh, Belichick is going to murder him. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be so gross. Clarence, what? How many third downs will there be in the game on Sunday? How many third downs will That's it be? That's an interesting question. Hmm. I'm going to go with like uh, 150. <laughs> there will be a lot. Uh, Stu, just to backtrack just quick, the metaphor, the the only one I can think of, I don't know if it's perfect. I don't even know if it's good. Um, Carson Wentz was Kurt Russell in, the, in Tombstone playing Wyatt Earp. And then like shortly thereafter... Um, Kevin Costner came out with the same movie, basically. And instead of Val Kilmer for uh, Doc Holliday, it was like Dennis Quaid. And it yeah. just you're like watching, like this sucks. This, this is door this brand. Is yeah, boring. <laughs> this movie's fucking sucks. These guys are terrible. That's Nick Foles is Dennis Quaid playing Doc Holliday. Yeah, just kind of looks bold. like a quarterback and yeah, moves kinda. like it a little bit. And you're like, I don't know why. Oh, oh, you're you're pretending to be drunk, Dennis Quaid. That's not no. <laughs> you're not good at this. <laughs> Bell Kilmer was way oh, better God. at this than you. That's I don't know that. Like I said, I don't know if that's great. Um, three hundred and eighty-seven third downs. It, the oh, score is going to be two to nothing. It's the over under in the game is yeah like four and a half points. It is <laughs> going to be half. such a slog. John's going to love imagine. it. It's John's oh. going to love it. It's very soccer like. Right. Yep. Oh yeah. One nothing somehow. Don't know how. Some weird rule book. I'm uh, looking for. A, I'm looking forward to a four to three game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clarence, what is your prediction of a score? Publicly, I, on the I, fuck, Vikings lose thirty to nothing. Thirty nothing. Thirty yeah. to zip. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be great for your for your for your guy Zimmer to be blown up by Nick Foles. Are are there going to be like three special teams touchdowns? Maybe. Oh, Zimmer got hurt. Zimmer's hurt. Um, <laughs> Zimmer's hurt. Spielman. Zimmer gets Spielman's coaching. Out his other eye. Spielman's coaching on Sunday. Yikes. Okay, uh, John. What's your prediction? Uh, Vikings six, Eagles nothing. <laughs> Nineteen fifty three, Navy versus George Washington. Yeah, there's no um, forward passes. I, oh, by the way, that's three safeties. Not not. A, <laughs> not a wow, that's that is cool. Um, as I noted on our text chain um, earlier mm-hmm. this week, and. This prediction has since been stolen, flat out stolen somehow by Andrew Kramer with four M's on the Access Vikings <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixteen to thirteen Vikings. It will be a special teams touchdown and three field goals, or not a, special, a defensive touchdown and three field goals. Pardon me. So you guys are really, really crediting Philly's defense, which is fine because they're really good. 
But our yeah. offense has been really good this year. They're like a top five offense. <sighs> you know, yeah, no credit to Pat Shermer is going to be a coach. It's because he's done almost miraculous work with what he's been given. Isn't Shermer? Yeah. Did I see right that Shermer's going to be the Giants coach next year? Yep, that's yeah, what it sounds that's like. Yeah, the money. Yeah. So now the Vikings have to deal with the distraction of Shermer just staring at a picture of Eli Manning with his head in his hands all week. Yeah, Shermer's I like, well, he, I'll, he's, he's like, I'll just meet you at the game. So I'll already happy. be out there taking the train in from New York. I'll I'll see you there. I'll be there on time. Show up twenty minutes early. Giants polo on. Yeah. That'll be a fun scapegoat if they lose, right? That'll be like an actual thing that people are talking about. Totally. Yeah. Um, I am going with, and you know, I'm the, I'm the soothsayer, clairvoyant. I'm going with 20 to three Vikings, and it's just a manhandling, just an absolute wow. piss pounding the entire game. Wow. Could be even could be even higher. Twenty seven three would be very very doable for me. I just think they they got us so many bad things out of their system, and football is crazy, and they've been good enough where they don't usually play two bad games in a row. And I do feel like they did not play well, and so now they'll play well, and they're just gonna crush them. Nick Foles, poor guy. He's uh, he's in for it. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> Two two things here. I have a, a confirmation from a friend of the program, Josh Fiedler. He did miss the touchdown completely. Oh, wow. He went out to warm. He went out to warm the he went out to warm the car up and bring his baby out there. And um, then he finally uh, put on the radio because he could hear screaming from inside the house. And he actually had the uh, the national radio feed, so it was the Kevin Harlan call. Mm-hmm. And Harlan was just catching his breath, describing what happened, <laughs> so that he heard it about thirty seconds after the fact. Incredible. Is, That's th- so sad. This is why I love yeah. Josh. He is a man after my own heart. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have I would have left after I would have had to leave, I think, after that New Orleans field goal, even with the thirty seconds left. I was like I, I probably would have found I would have take, taken a good pace, a good amble around the I know it was cold and I would have I would have gone out and cleared the sidewalk. That's what I would have done. <laughs> then I would have come is- in to face reality. That's what I would have done. One of my other successes during Sunday's game was that I got Dave to come over and watch it with me, and it's a oh good God. thing because I forgot about Dave. It's a I good thing because there's absolutely no chance he would have ever seen the touchdown if he hadn't been here where I was running the remote control and hadn't already turned the game off to go get on with. He would have put he would have put ancient aliens on or something like yeah. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I there felt, are thousands I feel like I made of it up to him. See it. I feel like I made it up to him because I made him watch the Blair Walsh field goal attempt of the other year. Like, yeah, oh, well, we're just, you know, we can watch. It'll be fine. It wasn't fine. It wasn't fine. They showed that on TV, right? Like some way, some, sometime during the yeah. game. The best part was Joe Buck prefaced it with, everybody's going to blame me. I'm sorry about this, Vikings fans. Everybody's going to blame me for this. And then oh, he, he had did. That's Gary Anderson mm-hmm. and Blair Walsh missing field goals. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Yeah, that was tough. A lot of people in the bar were not happy about that. I would imagine. They were, were, yeah, very sad. 
Um, and, yeah, um, there are probably. I, 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 Sorry, I, uh, my other point, and we can maybe get to this later, is just, I don't, again, I, I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I don't think people are quite ready for what's going to happen if they actually do win on Sunday. How weird it's going to get here. Right. None of, no one listening to this is ready for it. Absolutely and not. Just be be prepared. It's a, I mean, it's a, probably about a 50, I think it's about a 50, 50 game, maybe 55, 45 in the Vikings favor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just be, it's going to be so weird around here. Yes. Not just because the Super Bowl's in town, <clears throat> but the Vikings are going to be in it. This, it's going to be so weird. Can you're not we... ready. Just so you know, none of you are ready for this. I mean, I'm just, you are not ready. I'm not we can dive. Ready. You can't be ready. It's fucking we've never been here before. More into what happens if the Vikings win, but can we quickly touch on what happens in this town for the next two, two weeks after the game if Philly wins <laughs> and then is playing a Super Bowl here? Oh, and how this town, this town will burn. Those motherfuckers are going to be now again. I, I'm detached, but. I hate I hate all fans of all other teams of, of every other sport. You don't um, discriminate. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Open-minded. But I especially hate oh. Philly fans. Um, None are welcome be here. That's such, your sign they are here. already known as being miserable fuckers, right? They they're going to be in our town. Now it won't affect me because I don't live in town. But like Brand, like Brandon, you're going to open your shades, and I mean, and you will see like two Philadelphia. No, they'll be like. 30 Philadelphia fans just all out my in your front, front yard, yard like orgy. slapping their dicks on Ragnar's <laughs> face. Like how I live you're going to be like I live 7 miles from the stadium. This doesn't even make sense. How did you people even get here? Like kids like, trying to are, get to his bus. Why, why are you my doing? house? That's what doesn't even makes you'll have to like when there's a cat in a tree, I'll have to like take the garden hose to like spray him off of your yard. Like, get, <laughs> it's good. get get off of here. Shit. Get out of here. Every morning, they're just going to be. This town's going to be miserable oh. with asshole Philly fans that well, will you not. Saw on oh on Saturday, the Saturday of the game of the Philadelphia Atlanta game, an Atlanta fan got arrested before the game for punching a police horse. <laughs> <laughs> a Philly fan, Philly fan did. Philly fan. I, Philly yeah. fan who I assume I assume I assume he's the mayor. Uh, punched a police horse. Yep, and. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's. What's I mean, I get coming. it. If I get. I get that. If the that. Vikings don't do something, that's what's coming. That's what's on its way here. It, every bar within thirty miles of Minneapolis is going to have nothing but fistfights. Yes, with, it yeah. will legitimately be ugly. It'll yeah, be can you shame. imagine? It, it's very possible that this town for like four days is going to be filled. With Philadelphia Eagles fans and New England Patriots fans. And remember, this is like one of the worst human beings on the planet. I might be wrong. The non-crime division is sports fans who think they're on the team, right? (laughs) And Eagles fans and Patriots fans, I think, are up there with like Packers fans of like Mm -hmm. just not able to accept that they are not Mm -hmm. actually on the team. So it's they're like, going to be here with, we did this, we did that, you guys suck, I did it, whatever. We're going to have to deal with it. And not for, like, you know, an afternoon. They're going to be here with hotel rooms. They're going to be here for a mm-hmm. fucking week. And feel an obligation right. almost to get as drunk as possible. They're, they're yeah. going to feel... One-time yeah. deal. Yep. Uh, the worst human beings on the planet will be all around us for a long Burn time. Burn the city down. Just brace yourself. I mean, you're the ones that are going to have to deal with it. I think I'll be isolated enough away from it. We are yeah, trying very hard to rent our place out. Away. We've got a couple finalists, so hopefully we can rent it out and get the hell out of here and go up to the yeah. cabin. That would be it's our goal. I'm coming to your house, Clarence. I'm just going to hang out in the garage. Oh, hey. <laughs> I'll bring the recording equipment. We could do a bunch of it. <laughs> that, that is a... Uh, you no, know, I... Uh, we're remodeling. That day. Oh, oh um, man. Yeah. yeah we're, every single yeah. every other week, it seems like. Yeah, nope. It's uh, just a yeah, teardown, uh, huh? Just got yeah, no uh, pesticide, you know, uh, ants 
Weird. Ants. <laughs> Big tent over it. Yeah, spraying bugs. Fucking yep. bad bugs. Termites. Yep. So, no. no. Squirrels. Yeah, no, we're, we're shut down. Um, I think it will... Okay, so that's the scenario if they don't win. And if they do win, Stu's right. I think it's just going to be a very odd, eerie, we, it's gonna surreal be feeling hell, of like, you know, of all of the teams that the Vikings have had in however many years, um, this is the fucking one. And people are just going to be walking around like, seriously, this is the fucking, this is, this is it? This is the team. I don't know, man. It's, you're not, it's weird. No, you're not ready. You're not ready. No one is ready. Nope. And uh, they've got a good as chance as anybody, basically, to uh, win the Super Bowl. Case fucking Keenum. Yep. Yep. That's a thing. I, I think the ideal matchup is if you can get a if you get a uh, Minnesota Jacksonville. So Brandon and Clarence's two favorite teams score off from the Super Bowl in Minnesota. I mm-hmm. think that's the, the ideal matchup. <laughs> that's the ideal matchup. <laughs> yeah. Our team. Oh, man. Uh, so somebody posted our predictions from this season earlier. Was <laughs> oh, it you, God. John? Somebody did. Oh, my we were God. On, we were pretty on the nose. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I don't remember exactly how much we actually thought about those predictions. We didn't even talk about it. how much of it we were being facetious about and how much do we actually think about. But we were all, I believe... Thinking that we were gonna, the Vikings were gonna be like six and ten or five and eleven. Or did anybody yep. say anything outside the bounds of those? Nope. So Three my question us, no. is: Three that, of us said six we, and ten. One of us said. Were we joking? No. Nope. I felt like we were legitimately nope. thinking. I they are not a good. They are not a good football team. And we're like as tied into. Maybe we're not as passionate as other fans, but we I think are. In the ninety-something percentile of like paying attention to football as human beings, especially the Vikings. What the fuck? I just that that was just. I know that this has been a surreal season, but reading through that list today was just cracking me up. Of like, we are either we are the dumbest human beings on the planet, or just crazy shit happens in a football season. Maybe it's somewhere in between. But that was wild. There was none of us that even said eight and eight. No. We really the expected hell? the Vikings offensive line to be garbage again. That's right. It was it yeah. was a very common theme. Mm-hmm. And we figured the defense would be fine, but not dominant as they've been. And uh, We figured what would happen is they would fall apart in the second half of the year from overuse. Just they couldn't carry the team for a full season. That's what we yep. thought. Yep. A couple injuries here and there, and all of a sudden it's just, Wow. I'm going to go with football's yeah. crazy. I do not want to have this conclusion be that we are idiots. Um, yeah, I, I I, don't know. I don't know how we got here. I don't know. None of it. None of it will ever make None sense. Of it makes 20 sense years from me. now, no. we're not going to be able to look back on it and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but man. if the 1987 Twins can win the World Series, then this football team can win the Super Bowl. That's oh yeah, yep. That that made even less sense than this. That was not even a that was a barely above average baseball team that got hot at the right time. Do yeah. any of you want this, to knowing that about the predictions? Do any of you want to apologize to anybody? Do we owe any apologies? <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like um, us. Do you better not? That, yeah, that sure uh, sounds uh, like uh, something we're gonna do. No. Yeah, Clarence, <laughs> I just open the, the floor. Official, do, you, do you have the official policy of sportive apologies on hand, Clarence? Yeah, how do yeah, these work again? I... N- never, ever, ever apologize. I ain't apologizing for shit is, our, I think, our official policy. Policy 1.01. Yeah. 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 It's not our fault. There's no way that's our fault. We ain't apologizing for shit. That's the T-shirt. It's green, <laughs> white script. <laughs> Yep. Well, um, good. So we have talked about the game, gave our predictions for next mm-hmm. week, sort of tried yep. to play out if they win. Um, what else yeah. do you guys want to talk about? Lose. Anything else? We cover just, it? Let's call it. There's nothing. Yeah. no sense in talking about anything but this. No. We'll, no. We have all... 
we have all spring and late winter to talk about everything else. That's right. Okay. Yep. Uh, Good. This was this was about the game and its repercussions and what comes next and and the unknowable the unknowable that happens Sunday night around eleven o'clock. Ten, eleven o'clock. Do you think that that Williams kid when's is going to be? The game on Sun- Someone tell me when the game is on Sunday because I can't remember now. Five thirty. Five forty. Okay. Okay. So like nine nine thirty. Uh, Do you think that that Williams kid is like mentally fucked up for a long time, or is it just like a bow well? Well, that he's sucks. a safe. Yeah, he's a safety, that, so it's a, not like he's a kicker. Yeah, so it's less. I thought you didn't believe in that like stuff. A mental block. I thought right? you didn't believe in that stuff, Brandon. Yeah. We had this discussion <laughs> a couple years ago. I don't it's believe like a, in it. I'm asking you guys. You guys know like my a zombie that's it. coming out of the grave. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot look at Blair Walsh's career since that mi- miss and be like, you know, I don't think he was mentally affected Just by one of the worst <laughs> kicks in NFL history. Well, if you remember, my point of view on Blair Walsh was he sucks anyway. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just think he generally is a well, shitty kicker. Mm-hmm. By, if by I'm going to bring up ba- bad. If you're going to bring up bad takes that I've made, I believe I said, ah, change of scenery, he'll probably be okay. <laughs> I got a lot of texts from friends in Seattle who have a different opinion on that. Yeah, they do. It's a little different. A wildly different opinion about that. <laughs> by, by Maybe the, the next of, change of scenery. Maybe to the Safeways working at now or whatever. By the end of the season, by the end of that final Seahawks game when they'd, they'd missed their chance to go into the playoffs, there was there were Seahawks fans openly speculating that Pete Carroll had sent Blair Walsh out to attempt a field goal in the hopes of improving the Seahawks draft position. <laughs> like, instead of trying That's... something else, we're going to let Blair Walsh kick this field goal because he'll no doubt miss. But the league office won't be... Uh, they won't be all over us for clearly tanking and throwing the game by punting the ball directly out of bounds or anything like that. We're just going to send Blair <laughs> Walsh out there and it's an automatic loss. Well... You're giving Pete Carroll a lot of credit here because that worked out perfectly. Uh, okay, any other football takes, thoughts, questions? Nope. Um, do we know how many people Chrissy Bonus has stabbed in her life being many. from Philly? Is that a – I'd say – yeah, <laughs> half dozen probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has lived here for quite a while, so she maybe has acclimated uh, with John's – Guidance and firm hand. I think she doesn't stab as much anymore. <laughs> but um, I do. I do. I do worry sometimes. And obviously, if uh, the uh, oh, and uh, so Sophie doesn't like my line of questions. Oh, <laughs> come on, Sophie. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Alrighty. Ah, oh, God, guys, this is going to be the next one's going to be weird that we talk. Either, either, no matter what happens, it's going to be weird. It's going to be gonna, weird. The Vikings are going to be have piss pounded them. Just remember that, that what happened is the most dramatic thing, and everything else from now on is going to be less dramatic. Just mm-hmm. nice, easy victories. Yeah. It's just, it's going to. You're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's call it a day. We'll be back hopefully next week if we're all still alive. Deal? Deal. Deal. Okay. Bye. Deal. <laughs>